If you're looking for insight into the vast world of information security, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the InfoSec Sync podcast, the only top-rated information security podcast committed to helping you enhance your cyber skill set. Listen in on conversations with world-class information security thought leaders, subject matter experts, authors, and more as we exchange ideas, best practices, and discuss the latest trends, threats, strategies, and solutions for your success. So get ready to get in sync with your host, Nick Thomas. Scott McDaniel, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on the show. Hey, thanks for being here and uh, sharing uh, your simple Helix stuff and all your management stuff with uh, the listeners and um, uh, podcast viewers. So uh, one thing that I always ask all my guests that come on is what was your road to uh, cybersecurity? How did you get where you are today? Uh, Yeah, great question. So uh, yeah, so my personal story is that uh, I started out uh, a long time ago wanting to do electrical engineering, got my electrical engineering degree and uh, had a uh, college friend and uh, roommate that got me hooked on this thing called Linux that was uh, pretty transformative. And uh, as I was going through college, did an internship with a CLEC in the Southeast and found out about all this cool, other Linux-like stuff called Solaris and HPUX and uh, started making a fundamental shift towards uh, doing more compute engineering as opposed to just straight out electrical engineering. That led to a 15-year career at a telecommunications hardware provider and uh, I did lots of different roles there. And uh, eventually that day came where the telecommunications company needed to become ISO 27001 uh, certified in order to do business with a customer. And uh, we in the IT shop at this company had uh, been looking at compliance and security for some time. Finally said, you know, this ISO 27001 is enough of a bullet to jump in for having a a true uh, ISSO section or a security or CISO role in the organization and we needed a governance and compliance team. And so I got to lead that effort and uh, we built this GRC team up to handle not just ISO 27001 and other security things. From there, uh, my name got out that I knew how to get a large organization through an ISO 27001 led. That's an accomplishment right there. Let me just say. (laughs) Yeah, it was. uh, I mean, it was a huge. I mean, it was a whole company effort, Uh, you know, but the company, yeah, the company was about 1600 employees. Uh, We had to be careful about how we scoped our uh, cybersecurity world and how we were going to stay compliant. And then, um, yeah, so folks found out about it. Turns out that uh, here in Huntsville, Alabama, there's a lot of government contractors that were having to do something similar to ISO 27001 called NIST 800 mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I was sitting down and talking with some folks one day that were strong in the cyber world. And basically they came back and said, Scott, you know, there's only like eight control differences uh, between those two standards. 
And uh, so from there, oh, well, yeah, there's actually a lot that can be wash, rinse, and repeated. There's lots of overlap. Uh, I'll notice that, yeah, a lot of people don't know how to get started. And you know, obviously we didn't know how to get started when we did it, but we figured out a way and said, yeah, there's a way for me to help other small businesses do something at an enterprise scale. And then uh, started doing some of that on my own. And eventually uh, the folks here at Cy uh, Simple Helix found out about that and said, why don't you come work here at Simple Helix? And uh, that has now progressed all the way up to the point where I've uh, now become CEO at Simple Helix. Well, congratulations for that. And yeah. I know that's due to your uh, 25 years of experience in, um, in IT and cybersecurity. Um, and based on that, you've, you must have seen a lot of things happen in that amount of time. So what are some of the major differences in IT and cybersecurity between now and when you first started? Yeah, so when I first started, um, you know, bandwidth was scarce, right? That, you know, they're just, you know, it was back when, you know, T1 was considered a lot of bandwidth for an organization. You and know. very expensive. Yeah, very expensive. And um, so, you know, you spent a lot of time building systems in-house because you just didn't have the bandwidth to take it outside. And over the my 25-year career, Obviously, the, the whole movement to consuming more and more cloud, uh, obviously video conferencing and uh, you know podcasting, this ability to do what we're doing today has gotten just so much easier, so much more flexible. And so that, uh, that need to be sitting in the office in order to get to the right IT resources that has can just completely changed and you know to me i feel that there's no need for a person to be in a physical location anymore give me an internet connection give me a laptop and i i can be anywhere and do anything i need and so i would say that's probably one of the biggest changes and then of course with that change comes wow there's a whole new set of security problems that happen when we all are no longer behind that firewall and so uh, how do you go and address that new challenge is uh, probably, you know, one of the things that I see is, you know, th th this is hard. This stuff is, you know, it's not just intuitively easy. Uh, you got to think about it because you, the cats are no longer uh, under one roof. The, the cats are running all over the all over the place. And how, how do you keep up with all the cats when they're not in one place? So. That's probably my biggest change I've seen. So awesome. So with that, you know, uh, comes the ease of uh, you don't have to go into the office as much, right? Um, there's not that much uh, travel that you're doing other than from your bed to whatever laptop, unless your laptop's in bed, right? <laughs> so you're actually saving the the company money, but you, you said the magic word there, security, right? When you're not behind a firewall, you know, how can uh, the person home be uh, best secure? So is that one of the things you guys do there at Simple Helix? Can you tell me what you guys do? Yeah, so we at Simple Helix, uh, at the core of our business, we are a uh, tier three data center located in Huntsville, Alabama. So, you know, we can, you know, do the co-location. We have our own cloud compute. Uh, we have customers, you know, big enterprise customers. They still want to manage their own hardware. 
sure, here's the keys to get into our really nice facility. We'll make sure that you always have power and cooling and all the infrastructure stuff. Uh, for customers that maybe want not so much hand-holding, yeah, we can do uh, our cloud compute offering, we can spin up virtual machines and provide storage, all those things. And then uh, I like to say that we kind of have three pillars with the, the center pillar being that data center. On the left-hand side, we have lots of connectivity options. So we have the ability to resell lots of major carriers. Uh, we can blend bandwidth across carriers to give you a blended connection so that you're not just focused on one particular carrier and get you connected pretty much anywhere you need to be. So, you know, we have customers that, yeah, we have an office in the East Coast, we have an office in the West Coast. We still want that dedicated private circuit between the two because we have DOD CUI running across, we have classified data running across. Our connectivity services, we can help get that set up and running for you. And then on the right-hand side of our business, we have the traditional managed services business where we will help customers, you know, manage desktops, laptops, firewalls, do servers, all that type of work. And then also we are a Microsoft Gold Partner. We're, you know, cloud, you know, CSP with them. So we can help you manage O365. We can help spend, if you don't want to run servers in our data center, we can help you get them running in Azure Cloud. We can do all those type things for you. And so it kind of becomes this one throat to choke kind of experience that we can literally get you th through connectivity, through storage, to management all from one company. Wow, that's very exciting. So you've got the uh, consulting part as well as uh, the uh, infrastructure, I guess, right? Yep. So <clears throat> you guys are obviously uh, doing cybersecurity on your consulting side, and especially when customers are wanting infrastructure as a service from you um, and, you know, between switching carriers and everything, right? And there's a lot of talk right now about um, ransomware and ransomware attacks. It's really big in the news. Um, even President Biden has, has put out an executive order uh, regarding all the things that are going on. Where do you guys fit in this industry regarding compliance as a managed service provider? Yeah, so there's there's a couple different things or a, a couple different ways that we approach it. Um, probably the more common approach is that government contractor that's working in the DoD. You know, they're seeing I got a I'm being told I have to be. Uh, DFARS 7012 or NIST 800-171 compliant and I need a strategy to get through that compliance effort. Uh, same thing happens with CMMC. So that's kind of a front door approach to it, right? So from that perspective, we can help the customer understand, you know, what NIST 800-171 is from a technical and from an implementation standpoint and then help and work with them to build a strategy to ultimately get to the finish line and be compliant. Um, with CMNC, of course, eventually, you know, there's that third party auditor or assessor that will be uh, coming and evaluating it. So from that perspective, Simple Helix, we wanna step in and help do the maintenance items and make sure that your PCs are patched and all the technical and mechanical things that go into that compliance part. 
one area that we really don't focus in is, you know, we don't necessarily help people do the more security focused things with running pen testing or red team, blue team testing. We, we don't write SSPs uh, for people. We're more in the trenches of it. Uh, let, let, let us go get the laptops in the right position. Let's make sure your firewall is properly maintained and properly configured. And you know, we're doing more of the, the turning the wrenches work uh, from that perspective. Then the other side of how we get engaged with folks is the, hey, I'm really concerned about ransomware. Um, I'm I see it more and more frequently in the news. And so from that perspective, we can come in and say, okay, well, are you doing basic cyber hygiene, right? Are you doing the, the, the basic things that you need to be protected? I will say I am surprised, especially here in 2021, uh, how few people actually just have good, solid, reliable backups. And, uh, you know, with a, for as long as I've been in IT, I mean, the second I walked into the IT industry 25 years ago, the first thing I got told was, hey, Scott, make sure your backups are working. And, um, you know, the same thing applies with ransomware, right? Okay, I get it. I can't stop every single person from clicking the wrong button or, you know, somehow getting, you know, a ransom thing started. But man, if I have a solid backup, I can always restore. And um, so from that perspective, Simple Helix can come in and we can help you get that backup service back up and running. We do things like backing up entire O365 environments in addition to the in-office things. And, you know, from that perspective, and then it moves on to, you know, getting into the multi-factor authentication, making sure that there are some policies and procedures that you know, start leading into more of the compliance type work, making sure that, you know, people have the right permissions and limited permissions to certain things, those type activities to help mitigate the the risk of the ransomware. That's good. Sounds like you guys have a really good grip on uh, cybersecurity uh, hygiene for your customers. A uh, good place to start. InfoSec Sync is brought to you by Excelio. Excelio provides economic, end-to-end cybersecurity threat detection and response solutions designed for your team, environment, and security objectives, providing packet-level visibility across your network. Visit them on the web at Excelio.com. That's A-X-E-L-L-I-O.com. So you mentioned you guys are in Huntsville, Alabama which is a major hub for uh, government contracting because of the arsenal there and also um, NASA Marshall. And you mentioned CMMC compliance. It's mm -hmm. a hot topic right now. So for our listeners and viewers, can you uh, just let us know what that means and what you guys do for that? Yeah, so um, CMMC, the cybersecurity maturity model, uh, was born basically a year ago, January, January. So January, I think it was like around January 20th, version 1.0 hit the street. And so in the evolution in the DOD space, CMMC is the next chapter after NIST 800-171. And so the, the challenges with NIST 800-171 is that it is an aging standard. It's uh, the, the type of threats and risks that it was trying to protect you against or mitigate against 
are kind of dated now. And so they recognized that they needed to freshen that. The other big challenge that came out of NIST 800-171 was that it was an all or nothing standard. Uh, so either you did all 110 controls or you didn't. But the problem with that was that if you were a small supplier, right, you're the nuts and bolts supplier, well, you shouldn't, like, you, you're not touching, you know, cooey. you're not, you're not designing anything, you're, you're just a supplier. So why would you have to do all 110 controls just like Lockheed Martin is? Right. And um, so from that perspective, CMMC was born to create the five levels that say, if you're just a nuts and bolts supplier, hey, you only have to be level one. If you're actually designing something and that's going to become property of the DOD, realistically, you're probably going to have to be a level three. And then if you are one of the big, you know, the big primes, you're probably going to have to be a level five. And so it kind of helps really manage the amount of cybersecurity an organization has to do in relation to the contract that they're on. And so it's a lot more flexible. It's a lot more current. Uh, it's a little bit um, easier to maintain if you're in the smaller side of things. Uh, but, you know, that CMMC level three, one of the misconceptions is that I can sort of forget about NIST 800-171 and I'm just going to jump straight into CMMC. The challenge with that is that all 110 controls in NIST 800-171 are in CMMC level three. And so really at the end of the day, you're still going to end up doing your NIST 800-171 if you're going for CMMC level three. No way to avoid that, right? Yeah, there, there's just no way. So what we do uh, and where Simple Helix jumps in on this is that uh, as a managed service provider, we want to be able to you know, help you plan a path and get you into the right environments, right? So from that perspective, helping you as a small business or medium-sized business navigate Microsoft 0365. Am I, you know, am I a small business that's 90% commercial with one little contract? Well, you don't need to go all the way to say Microsoft GCC high. There's actually a way that you can stay in commercial with some add-on third-party software that is more cost-effective than going all the way to GCC high. But maybe you're 99% gov DOD contract, okay, maybe it makes sense for you guys to go GCC high. Maybe you're that small business that's somewhere in the middle. And so we at Simple Helix, we help you navigate which of the Microsoft environments to be in. And then also come up with this plan that, I get it, you don't have to be CMMC tomorrow, but it takes a long time to write that SSP. It takes a long time to make sure that everybody's laptop is properly managed, then it's enrolled in the asset management. It, it takes months to do that work. Let's make a plan where we start biting off the right parts and pieces that you just fundamentally need, regardless if you're told to do CMMC or not. It's just good business sense to be here. So that way you're maximizing your value out of it, even though you don't necessarily need it today, but it's still good business value. 
And then as you get closer to the day where you do need to audit, okay, now we just have to do these last couple little things to go across the finish line. Let's incur that expense then. And so we help customers navigate through that. We help them build a strategy around that and then ultimately uh, help them implement that to get to that place that they are getting ready to be audited. Scott, I like how you guys uh, do that. You navigate straight through that for the customer because the customer might think, I need to go through this huge process when it's something really minimal they just need to do. And you probably save them like thousands of dollars right off the bat without them even knowing it. So that's something awesome that you guys do. So what are a few things that um, the listeners and viewers need to consider uh, when tackling uh, their compliance journey? Yeah, so the first thing, um, probably the, the first biggest mistake that I see from uh, business owners is that they think that this is just gonna be this one and done event, and, and it's not. It, it is, I, I, you know, I use the analogy of, they think that they can just sprint to the finish line and get beyond this and move on to the next business thing. CMMC and NIST 800, any compliance model, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Um, so you, you know, when you go to run a marathon, you run differently than you run a sprint, right? You know, a sprint, you, you pour all your energy in and you go as fast as you possibly can. With a marathon, you pace yourself a little bit, you plan for it, you think about how you breathe and stuff like that. We need to treat CMMC and all the compliances as a marathon, right? So that means a lot more planning and developing a strategy on the front side. Kind of gets me to my next point. Realize that on the DOD side of the house, today we have NIST 800 and 171. We also have CMMC. In the commercial world, there's PCI, there's SOC 2, there's HIPAA. There's going to be more compliance models. And so one of the things that we do at Simple Helix is we help businesses understand realistically, you're going to have to answer to multiple compliance models. So let's build a strategy that answers to multiple compliance models, not just say, hey, we're so narrowly focused on, say, just CMMC that we only answer the CMMC controls. Let's do a strategy where we build policies that are company-based and then as we have to go to these different compliance models, you just link a corporate policy to the compliance model or the control or the practice. Another area that we often need to advise our customers on is knowing where to get help. Um, so many people think that they have to go do this by themselves. And to some extent, they're right that the business owns their compliance model, right? You can't, you just can't turn your entire compliance model and outsource it to say like me completely or, you know, completely to an MSSP. Mm -hmm. You still own your compliance as a business, but you certainly can get help and you need to know where to get the help and, you know, understand that, you know, there's certified third-party assessors that are gonna help you with your assessment. There's companies like us that we can help do implementation and advise on the front side. And so having those resources available is, is important as you're going through the strategy phase. 
uh, a lot of customers just also just want to jump straight into implementation without any sort of project plan. Uh, that is definitely a recipe for disaster that uh, because you're putting the cart in front of the horse. And so we often woe our customers up and say, whoa, 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 stop. I know you're excited. I know you're excited to go put that new firewall in. I know you're excited about making changes to your O365, but these things need to be planned out because the last thing you want to do is go in and put some new security policy in place and now like nobody in the company can access their USB ports anymore or hey nobody can log in because we didn't think about the full ramification of a policy change and so lots more preparation needs to be done and then uh, you know there are some common uh, compute mistakes that are made and you know leveraging somebody like us at Simple Helix to help you get navigate that we see those common mistakes every day. Uh, you know, we've now done, oh, prob I mean, we're in double digit type numbers on implementations at this point, you know, probably 30, 40 implementations. We do, and we live and breathe this stuff every day. So we know what those common mistakes are. Uh, just leverage the fact that we know it. You don't have to go, have to stomach those mistakes yourself. Just let us kind of, and help you get through that part of it and then um, you'll have a much faster cleaner better experience in the end so have any of your customers gone through any of this stuff yet and if so how does that process worked out so far uh, yeah so um, we have had one customer go through a DCMA NIST 800 171 uh, full audit um, so it was a case where they are a medium-sized contractor. They uh, were awarded a very large contract that warranted the DCMA audit. Uh, prior to them working with us at Simple Helix, those auditors showed up on site, uh, literally walked in their facility. They were there for about 15 minutes and went, you guys have no chance of passing this audit we're not even wasting our time. They literally left the building 15 minutes and flew home back to DC. Wow. Um, they picked up the phone, they called us and said, we need help. We need your help, Simple Helix. And so it was a case where uh, they did have some management change within their internal IT department. And uh, together with the new leadership plus Simple Helix, in the span of uh, 90 days, literally a complete gut rip replace of their entire on-site data center, uh, full migration to O365. All of that was conducted. Um, we did a uh, full rundown of Intune, so all their devices were managed in Intune, now called Endpoint Manager. and. Uh, at the conclusion of that, those auditors came back in October of last year, conducted the full audit for them to ultimately get a perfect 110 score that they submitted into the uh, SPRS website. Great job, Scott. And That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so for all of us, uh, very, very exciting time uh, because, uh, you know, the, those audits, they can be very subjective. Um, 
and, and don't get me wrong, I mean, there were definitely things that we had to correct. There were, you know, some I's that were missed, some T's that weren't crossed. Um, but the DCMA auditors, they worked with us. You know, they're not against, you know, they were not there to try to fail the, the organization. And, um, you know, and there's some stuff that, you know, we had to push back on and go, um, show me in the NIST 800-171 rule book where it says we have to go do this thing. And, you know, one of the DCMA auditors, you know, no, no, I, I demand that this get done only to find out that one of the other auditors goes, eh, yeah, no, 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 they're right. They're right. That's not in the rule book. They don't have to do it. They, there is latitude to do it the way they're doing it. So, you know, there definitely was uh, some challenging times for it. But at the end of the day, you know, we were excited to get that, help them get to that perfect score. And, uh, you know, and it just validated a lot of our efforts and a lot of the, the wisdom that we've gained over the past two years uh, to say, yeah, we're actually know what we're doing with this stuff. Absolutely. Great job because you've got the experience there and the, and the team to do it. Um, and now coming up in Huntsville, I know uh, the, the big uh, space and missile defense symposiums coming up August 10 to 12. Um, will you guys be there? Uh, we will be there. So um, we'll be there in some different capacities, but uh, uh, we will indeed be there. Uh, me personally, I get to do a, a quick 15-minute uh, uh, speech on what I call the quad cart and um, we will have a booth. Uh, our booth number is 433. So uh, you can definitely stop by and check us out while, while at the event. And also the National Cyber Summit is coming up in uh, Huntsville. That's the uh, big cyber summit there, September 28th through the 30th. Will you guys be there as well? Uh, so I definitely will be there. And uh, uh, I will be there wearing two different hats because uh, I sit on the board with uh, Hunts the Cyber Huntsville team. So I got to be there for Cyber Huntsville, my responsibilities with that. But then uh, also will be uh, there as uh, Simple Helix as well. So uh, yeah, I'll be a, I'll be a much more uh, busy man for that event than uh, SMD. <laughs> That's awesome. So if um, our listeners and viewers uh, want to know more about the company, what is uh, your website and how can they contact you guys? All right. Yeah. So our website is simplehelix.com. So just www.simplehelix.com. You can email us at info at simplehelix.com or you can call us at 256-704-1041. Awesome, awesome. So Scott McDaniel, CEO of Simple Helix, uh, thanks for stopping by and thanks for staying in sync with InfoSec Sync. All right. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to be here today. All right.